I would say to you, if you're in a moment in your business where it feels like everything is going wrong and nothing is working and the universe is conspiring against you, ask yourself, what are the learning lessons? What is this moment trying to teach me? And how can I come out of this? Not just unscathed or like, how can I survive this? But how can I come out of this 10 times stronger than I ever would have been before? and welcome back to another episode of Coffee and a Good Vibe. So today, we are bringing all the female entrepreneur energy on this episode because I am sitting down with one of the co-founders of CEO School, Shannon Monson. Did you know that less than 2% of female founders hit $1 million in revenue and less than 18% ever hit six figures? Shannon and Sanira are changing those statistics with everything they've created with CEO school. CEO School is not only an online learning platform, but a community. They have a podcast, they have events. They are here to level up the playing field for women in business. And they don't just believe that they want to, but they believe that it is their duty that they have to. So this episode, there's a lot of passion. There's a lot of story. There's a lot of inspiration, motivation, and tactical business strategy and advice, especially during this past year that we've had. Shannon definitely share so much on how they pivoted and how they really create change and, and help other entrepreneurs pivot in their businesses. So I know you guys are going to get all the value from this episode as always. And it means something to you. It would mean the world to me if you can give us a rating and review on iTunes or moreover, share this episode link with a friend tell them you're thinking about them. I want to take a second to honor you for investing into your growth today. Listening to this podcast, give yourself a pat on the bat. That is so worth celebrating. I love you guys so much. I hope you're having a beautiful day wherever you're at. And let's dive into this amazing episode and conversation with co-founder of CEO School, Shannon Monson. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee and a Good Vibe. So we are bringing all the Boss Day vibes today. I am sitting down with the founder of CEO School. So Shannon, thank you so much for your time today and joining me this afternoon. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. You guys are in for such a treat because what she's created with her co-founder is insane. And I know you guys listening are going to receive so much value. I have so many things I want to dive into with Shannon. But Shannon, do you mind like giving the audience a little bit of background on CEO school, the mission, the belief system, what you guys are really doing in the space to help female entrepreneurs? Yeah. So I'm a serial entrepreneur. I started my first business as a personal trainer at 18. I became a registered dietitian, started a nutrition business, opened a wellness studio and a cold press juice. I've just really always been creating opportunities to have my own independence and my own wealth. And um, at the point that I met Sunira, my, my co-founder and partner at CEO School, I was running a seven-figure digital marketing comp- company, and she had just built uh, a company from zero to five billion in the tech space with venture capital. And we really connected and realized that actually there's this massive disconnect for women in entrepreneurship. And I don't know if you know this, but less than 2% of female entrepreneurs will ever hit a million dollars in And men are actually three and a half times more likely to hit that goal. And in fact, the numbers aren't that much more encouraging for six-figure entrepreneurs. Uh, In in the US, less than 18% of female founders hit six figures. 
And that was just really devastating to us because we had built these really cool companies. And I had, you know, kind of a defying odds story. I was raised in a very conservative religious environment and told I shouldn't ever get a job and was able to build a seven-figure company. And my partner is the daughter of immigrants from Pakistan. And, you know, really less than 3% of venture capital goes to women and then less than 1% goes to minority women or not even minority women, just minorities in general. So so my partner as a brown Pakistani woman had defied every odd on this side in the venture capital, capital space. And she's a tech startup founder. And I'd really done kind of the same on, in the world of digital marketing and social media. And we realized that this is these are skills that every woman needs to learn. And so we built CEO school. Oh my God, that's powerful. And it's so crazy too with the facts. Like when you actually like say that out loud, that it's sad. And it's like, I know like with everything we're going through in just the state that we're living in, all these things are coming, like all these issues are truly coming to the forefront. But then when you break down those numbers, like it's 2021 and it's crazy that that is a fact. So it's incredible what you guys have created. Where did that even begin? So you and Samira were like, okay, there's truly like something that needs to be fixed here. What was the the game plan with when you guys started it and the vision for executing on how you're going to change this, this statistic? Yeah, I think what's really exciting and maybe encouraging for people listening is there really, there was no game plan. <laughs> so I was hosting an event for female entrepreneurs in Atlanta, actually. I invited Samira to come and speak at the event. And she found these statistics kind of as she was preparing for her keynote presentation. And there was a moment in the room where she asked, you know, how many of you women want to build six-figure businesses? And every single hand shot up. And she goes, put your hands down. Like that should be the baseline. That shouldn't be the goal. We all need to dream bigger. And there was this moment afterwards where we were chatting and we were, you know, just friends who were supporting each other in our business endeavors. And we realized, wait a minute, this is, there's something really special here. Um, And from there, you know, what's interesting, we started CEO school and maybe this is encouraging for you listening. We started February 1st, 2020. So roughly 45 days later, the United States started to shut down. Pandemic protocols started to roll into place and we essentially built from scratch during a global pandemic. And it's all been very just organic. And this is advice that I give a lot, you know, just, just chase the idea in front of you. Don't worry about the end goal and what it's going to look like five years from now. Just what, what's your op- what opportunity do you have right now? And build on that. Mm, that's so powerful. I always say that because if you try to think about the how and every little step, it's overwhelming. And you don't even know like step 50, right? You've just got to start and it's going to like and have infinite faith that it's going to unfold the way it's meant to. And I'm so happy you said that on the timeline because... Personally, for me, whenever I listen to entrepreneurial stories, I just get so fired up when I hear like when it started and it's only been, it's going to be just a year now. So congratulations on the year. But that's insane. Like with the growth and I, I have to go into COVID last year, every entrepreneur, you guys are both entrepreneurs and then you started another entrepreneurial endeavor together. But I feel like entrepreneurs are, are like master problem solvers and you have to pivot and adapt. So I, I was, I know you guys probably had a lot of different plans and then COVID came and 
what was your thought like right then? I know like it kept getting worse. Like we were like, oh, we don't know if it's going to open in a month. Is this just a pause? Um, what was like you and Sanira, like what happened at that moment? Did you guys like, what was your pivot plan with what was going on? Yeah, it's really interesting because our first revenue, our first dollars in the door as partners was actually a live event. So we had just collected, I think it was about $30,000 in revenue for a live event um, within the past two weeks. And we actually had to refund that. And some people might say, you know, that's a bad omen starting a partnership or a business like that. But what it forced us to do was get really creative. And we didn't know whether it was going to be, I don't think any of us could have imagined it would be this long, but we didn't know, okay, are we planning for six weeks? Are we planning for six months? But what we do know is what's right in front of us. Okay. So there's no events happening right now. That's off the table, take it off. Boom. It's that's in-person events are not happening. So what can we do? And I had been running this really successful mastermind for several years where I helped people create and launch digital products. And we said, Hey, let's take this turn it into a cohort, a live coaching, you know, online course and, and cohort that we can take people through because we can do that right now. And we actually in the span of seven days, right? Because like we're operating cash as king. And if you're starting a business, you need revenue to do anything, right? And so all the revenue that came in the door, we sent it right back out um, in, the, in the form of refunds. And so we said, okay, how, how can we do this? And so we actually sat down and in seven days, we built out this, course and launched it into the world. And what was really cool was we met an immediate need. There were so many business owners who suddenly couldn't accept credit cards in their stores anymore, right? They couldn't do business the way that they were able to do in the past. And we had something we'd proven in high-touch coaching programs for the past three years that we could turn around and teach. And so that ended up being you know, what is still one of our signature programs. We're going to be launching it here again in the spring, our starter program, uh, you know, how to start and scale a business online. And that was something that it, was, it wasn't the initial plan for what CEO School, one of our offers, but we just really responded to how can we serve people right now? Okay, what, what, what are they struggling with? Well, they have no way to accept money, right? They are fitness instructors can't teach in person. You know, therapists can't see their clients in person. Everybody has to transition and transition quickly to a digital model. We can show up and help them do that. And that was our first uh, product as a partnership. And look how that, that scaled. I, yeah. I, I love that. It's a million like, dollar program. I know. And like, that's like what CEO school is known for. Like when I discovered you guys, I discovered it as like this big, huge online community that has a platform with resources and like events to me were like, oh, they probably will. They probably, it makes sense <laughs> that you do events, but it wasn't like yeah. they do events, you know? And I think that yeah. so many, I love that you said that in the beginning, because I think that so many people would be like, oh, it's a sign. It wasn't meant to, it wasn't meant to be. But you know, I think that's when the universe is almost like, okay, if you can show up and create something yes. out of this, then it just shows how re relentless and resilient you both are. Cause that's, you can handle that. Like you can handle anything, right? Yeah. And there is definitely a resounding feeling of we, if we could do this, we can handle anything that comes our way and not just individually, but as a partnership, like the level of you know, trust and belief in yourself and in each other you have when you go through really hard periods like that, I think was such a blessing. And now we're in a place where we have such a beautiful, strong plan to 
5x our company this year, still in the middle of a global pandemic because of the things that, you know, who knows if we'll make it happen or not. So far, we're on track, right? But because of learnings and things we implemented last year in the middle of it. So I would say to you, if you're in a moment in your business where it feels like everything is going wrong and nothing is working and the universe is conspiring against you, ask yourself, what are the learning lessons? What is this moment trying to teach me? And how can I come out of this? Not just unscathed or like, how can I survive this? But how can I come out of this 10 times stronger than I ever would have been before? Mm. Guys, go back, re-listen to that line because it's so true. And I always say like everything we go through, we grow through and it doesn't happen to us. But for us, if you find what you said, the blessing and the blessing in it. And I feel like the audience may even know like that you are a podcast host because that was going to be my second question. Like what would be the overarching, you know, you're a podcast Sorry, host. Sorry, I got ahead of you. I got ahead of you. With it and you give the value from the, le- I love it. So the community grew immensely, like event, no event, like it grew. So what would you say was like the biggest ingredient to your secret sauce of growing CEO school? Because not only your personal brand, it's huge and it has such an engaged audience, but CEO school itself too, like there's an, it's not just like one or the other. It's like everything is, you have such a big community. CEO school, they, they love you and your co-founder. Like it's all been such an abundant, warm community and you need that to convert, right? That's why you do have a million dollar program. So what do you think was the secret sauce to growing such a engaged community in that span of just several months, not that long? Unequivocally without any hesitation, time. And what I mean by that is the years of work that I put in that nobody saw. And yes, what you saw and what outsiders might have seen is a community go from zero to 30,000 in the span of nine months. And, you know, programs go from zero to multiple millions in a span of a year. But for me, what I see is the seven years that happened before that. And so I am in my, in my role in the company, I am like kind of head of social and community building. And that is my zone of genius and what happened in a short span over the past year was because of all the learnings that both Sunir and I had had in the past five, seven years. What we learned about being an entrepreneur, how to communicate the knowledge we learned about being an entrepreneur, how deeply we knew and understood our audience. You have to remember, I was already serving these people and serving them online. And it's not like those 30,000 people just directly crossed over and followed a new account. That's actually, that's not the case. In fact, we built it from scratch without like telling anybody for the first, I think, five or 7,000 followers because I wanted to prove that this concept worked outside of myself. And so I think that that's the thing. If you're trying to build a community online right now and it's going slow and you're frustrated and it's not working, it, you're learning a skill. You, need, you have to be willing to write when people aren't reading. You have to be willing to create content when nobody is consuming it because that is the only way you develop the skill to be good enough for it to really grow and that audience to take off when the time is right. Mm, it's so it's so true it's patience and it's very true on the fact that no one sees the seven years prior because it's like that with any influencer too like people see these these youtubers and especially youtubers they are they talk about their vlogs that they did and they got made fun of when they started putting out my face accounts yeah 
And yes. if you hear the true journey of like any creative, any leader in, on the online space, they do have that whole journey, but we only find them right when they are at that point. And it's so humbling. And that's why I love hearing the authentic side and like the willingness to share. It's so needed because then we psych ourselves out sometimes. And it's like hearing yeah. this, like, okay, Shannon did it for seven years. You're putting in the reps and then it all takes off, but you have, you couldn't give up on yourself. What would you say? Like, throughout that time of the seven years, did you have like any mantra or anything that was like keeping you going? You seem like you have just such a grounded, like relentless work ethic and mindset <laughs> with like continuing on no matter what comes your way. Um, I have always answered this question that I just, I didn't have a choice. I was a sole provider for my husband and two kids. I have been our entire marriage for celebrating 10 years this year. My husband's been in school and there was not really another option for me. And I didn't ever see it as another option. And failure wasn't an option. It was make enough money to be able to support us or find another way to make enough money to support us. And I think sometimes we're like, oh, this didn't work out. It's just not for me. But I really see there's no such thing as failure. It's just giving up. You know, you're going to have to pivot and pause and learn. And there were so many times that I pivoted and I quit and quitting is fine, right? There's times where things don't work out and you should walk away. But being able to take from that, what are the learnings? What are the lessons? What are the next steps? And so I feel like I had that sense of just confidence in myself and work ethic instilled at an early age. But I also think that's something you develop. Like watch me fail 20, 50, 100 times and get back up. Once you do that, you know that nothing's going to... That's why I made it out of a global pandemic because I'd already failed on my face and done it publicly 100 times. So if you can, you start to get this you've proven to yourself that actually, you know, the worst thing that could happen happened and you're actually okay. Oh, I love that. And past guest, Brandon Cohen, founder of Liquid IV, he said this like one liner that sticks with me all the time. He says, fast failures are wins. And it's just uh, you, literally what you said. It's so you don't view failure. And this is like a, a big thing you see with very successful entrepreneurs. It's like your mindset is so on lock. You don't see failure as failure. You see it as an opportunity to grow, pivot, try something else. And it's so or good. or it's an opportunity to cry and drink a bottle of wine and feel sorry for yourself and then get back up and do it all over again. And I think those are the moments we don't see. Nobody's sharing that. Like I, you're not going to see me crying my eyes out and drinking a bottle of wine on my social media, on my Instagram stories. But those moments happen, and just understanding that that is part of the journey. Fail fast, fail forward, get back up, keep going. Mm. I love that you said that because for lately in my journey, that's what I've been really dealing with. Like that moment where I like always just push forward and don't even acknowledge the emotion. And it's so crazy that you said that because I was dealing with something last week and I was just so overwhelmed. And one of my girlfriends was like, you know, it's okay to feel like the emotion so you can get it out. Cause I'm always just like, brush it off. Let's go. But then I was like, no, maybe I meant to feel this for just give myself like the night and then wake up tomorrow and you feel better too when you let yourself feel yeah. the emotion. And as women, we're taught that it's a sign of weakness to show emotion. I mean, how many times have we been told, stop being so emotional? You're just really emotional about this. You know, be professional. Don't show your feelings. And actually, this is one of our greatest strengths, our empathy and our ability to feel. And that's just toxic masculinity. And, you know, I think about the, the men in my life are having the same conversations. You know, it's okay to feel emotions and that's not a sign of weakness. And so it's also reprogramming our brain that 
just because we feel sadness or because we feel emotions, it's not, doesn't mean we're broken or wrong or bad. It means we're human. And what are we going to do with that emotion is the important thing. Mm, that's so beautifully said. I There's so much too with the masculine feminine energy lately. That's been really calling my attention. And I've been doing a lot, listening to a lot of podcasts and experts on that. And it's powerful as a, as a female to know how to like not resist the feminine energy, but like harness that and use that as a strength as being a female entrepreneur. Yeah, there's so many things that I feel like, um, you know, I'm a mom, I've got an eight year old and six year old. And there's so many things that as like, I've qualities I've developed as a mother that have made me a better entrepreneur that have made me a better listener, a better team member. And those are things that honestly, in the workplace, I did like, corporate American culture are not acknowledged, respected, rewarded. And so we have to really take a step back and retrain ourselves and say, am I pushing against this feeling or this part of myself because I've been taught that it's bad or because it's actually not serving? You know, is this emotion, is my ability to step back from a situation and take a minute and be a little bit emotional about it? Is that preventing me from moving forward? Well, no, it's actually helping me make a better, you know, make a more well-rounded decision. And so if you can start to separate out, you know, what, what was I taught and is this feeling allowing me to move forward in a positive light? I think it makes a huge difference. Mm, it makes, it's such a game changer. And with like all these nuggets that you're sharing, I know you guys cover, like you have so many resources and, and tools for women. I know before we like started recording, you're explaining like not only like the program, but you guys have all these different levels that you serve your community. Um, could you share the different levels? Cause even the podcast that's new as well. I heard on your podcast, it started in August. It's, yeah. It's been uh, what, like seven months or so. Yeah. yeah. What birthed the idea with the podcast further nurture? Like I know a lot of the stuff you guys have been scaling is the online, but it's, it's just, I think it's inspiring too for the audience to hear like the ways you can just keep evolving and growing in the online space. Yeah. The podcast was actually like the plan one always to be able to show up for as many people as possible for free. That's something that we're both really passionate about. Maybe in the future, we will monetize the podcast. Right now, we spend a lot of money to produce it and work on it. We don't run any sponsorships. We spend hours each week recording. It's just an opportunity for us to really at the heart of our message, help change the statistic, help level the playing field. And that's something that is, it was just the mission. The podcast is the mission. We're going to reach as many women as possible and we're going to do it in this free resource. So the podcast, it really, yes, it's on entrepreneurship. We also cover, you know, negotiation and how to, how to grow in your career. Um, I would say it's really for every woman. And then we also have a monthly membership program called The Club, which is helping women level up in leadership and in life. And we personally think that, especially the business world, uh, the, whole, the whole world, it's a man's world. It's a boys club. We're, we were tired of being locked out of rooms or not respected and missing out on valuable conversations. You know, There's a reason money keeps coming from and going to the same people. There is a reason that it's a 
2% statistic and a 3% statistic and an 18% statistic. And women don't have the same access to mentors. They don't have the same access to leadership training and opportunities for advancement in their career. They have babies and they are generally speaking to have to take a step back in their career because of it. The promotion goes to someone else. They experience all sort of microaggressions. And so we just saw this massive need that you don't have, like you can't have it all. You don't have to slow down. You can't have Sunir and I are both mothers and in beautiful, loving relationships. You, you can have relationships. You can have children if that's something that you're interested in. You can grow your career. You can also have side hobbies and passions and you know, do all these things on the side, but you need to know how to manage your time effectively. You need to know how to advocate for yourself, how to negotiate, how to have crucial conversations around money, how to be a leader. And this is why we created the club. So that is our monthly membership. We have events every single week. It's 100% virtual. We kind of, our vision for us was this cool feminine co-working leadership space, but it's all online and virtual. And then we also have two additional programs that are specifically for entrepreneurs, one to start a six-figure business and one to scale from six to seven. Mm, everything, everything we need. Yeah. And like, and I love the fact and that- we have a planner. We have a planner. Oh yeah, I saw that on yeah, the website. I think that it's so, you just find it's as an entrepreneur and as anyone who has a platform listening, I know there's a lot of influencers, micro-influencers, listening it's so much about as you can see like serving your community and nurturing them like no other because that'll keep you always always scaling and always being like the number one leader provider community that everyone wants to go to because you're constantly serving them on so many levels right and even just with like the online um community with the podcast like you do so much of this stuff for free and I think that's like such a powerful way um, to lead because you lead with value and you're gonna grow like that audience they all convert when you lead with so much value quick second to talk about something that is so vital for you and that is sleep now before you go okay I know I need sleep but you know what you need more than just sleep you need quality sleep and making sure that your body is repairing because your body heals itself when you sleep moreover you actually decrease your risk of disease you can actually help your metabolism and it helps with weight loss but I know with the lives we live we get busy it's hard to get get into that deep sleep and ensure that we're getting at least seven hours of quality sleep every night. This is why I'm so excited to share this product that's making all the difference to ensure that I'm getting quality sleep every night, and that is magnesium. Believe it or not, 75% of people don't have enough of it, which helps explain why so many people have sleep problems. But please do not run to the store now getting any magnesium supplement because this is the thing about supplements and why I'm not a fan of a lot of them is because most magnesium supplements use only the two cheapest synthetic forms. And since they're not full spectrum, they actually won't fix your magnesium deficiency or help you sleep better. There are actually seven unique forms of magnesium that you need and you must get all of them if you want your body to actually feel the benefits of what magnesium can offer you, like its calming, sleep-enhancing effects. And this is why I'm so excited to share this company by Optimizers because they have created one of the best magnesiums that I have found on the market and that is called Magnesium Breakthrough. You can simply take two capsules before you go to bed and you will be amazed by how much better you sleep and how much more 
rested you feel when you wake up so you can crush each day. So guys, this is gonna change the game for not only your metabolism, your body, but just how you're feeling because you're gonna be experiencing deeper sleep when you have this product. So for an exclusive offer by Optimizers has given the Coffee and a Good Vibe family a special 10% off discount. So when you guys go to www.megbreakthrough.com forward slash vibes and use the code vibes10 during checkout, you will save an additional 10% off. I'll have everything linked below in the show notes it's a nothing to lose offer because with by optimizers every order you have a 30-day trial so if you don't like it or don't feel the enhancing effects you can get all your money back so you have nothing to lose so head over to megbreakthrough.com forward slash vibes use the code vibes 10 at checkout and receive an additional 10 percent off any order and let's dive back into the episode one of the things I really wanted to ask is even with the podcast, so you have an amazing, amazing guests of girl bosses and female CEOs who are on that podcast. And even just with everything that we've been hearing with everything you've created, did you have anyone, any mentor or anyone who was like a strong influence that kind of like made you really have this, like you have such a passion for what you do. Was there anyone in the space or any industry that's like a female entrepreneur that you truly were like, I really respect and admire that this, this woman. There are so many women that I respect and admire and have admired their leadership from afar. I'm a big fan of RGB, Kamala Harris. I mean, there's so many women that have really changed the path, the path for women everywhere. And that really inspires me from a, the, the biggest mentor in my life. And this is probably going to sound cheesy and maybe isn't the most feminist thing of me to say, but my dad was an entrepreneur um, and he had five daughters. And he grew up in a you know very patriarchal society, and I think truly he never said this, these words to me, and he's passed, so I can't ask him. But I think he didn't want us to ever have to be dependent on a man. You know, the way we were raised was very yes, you can do it. Like we laid twenty-two pallets of sod in our backyard as 15, 16 year old girls. Um, like there's so many things that we did, like manual labor, hard things, education that I really feel in hindsight, he wanted to ensure that we weren't stuck in an abusive relationship. We weren't dependent on someone who didn't love us. You know, I've seen a lot of women, it's something I feel very passionate about. I've seen a lot of women, I have a lot of friends right now going through horrible divorces that have no financial independence. And I think that was just something that he just, loved us so deeply and wanted to make sure that we always had options. Mm, I love that. Really, like for me, it's been my my mom and dad as well. They've been like biggest influences in my life. And I, I truly, truly believe that your environment is everything. So whether that be your family, that's your support system, or you find a support system online and you find your tribe, like that is so important because it really shapes us right to who we are. And I know your support system right now is on lock with your family and your amazing co-founder who I'm sure is your best friend. Like you have that support system system and you're and it just shows that because you're creating that even for women right so it's just so important so I hope that you guys like really take that in like environment is so powerful and I love that note that it is your dad I think that's so beautiful one of the things that I have to ask it's like more of the fun stuff that I love love asking and I know the listeners love this too but so you do it all someone listening to this whole thing is like oh my god she's a so like she's you're you do all these things on the entrepreneurial side but you're also a mom you are a wife you're a sister you are a best like there's so many things and 
me and my girlfriends will joke like we we feel so stressed sometimes we're like we don't even have kids yet like it's a whole new game when you have like a family and I would love to hear like what are the things that you do to fill up your cup? Because I know that you pour out so much energy as a creator, as an entrepreneur, as a mom. What are the non-negotiables and the things that the systems, I know you have systems in your day that prep you to be able to show up as abundantly as you do and be able to be everywhere and do all the things that you do. Yeah. When you were talking about support, something that came up for me is when you're up, I'm assuming a lot of you listening, when you're in a position where you are giving a lot, right? You're serving your community online. It is really important to pour back into yourself. You know, if you're getting online every day and pouring into 600 people every day, right? Like let's say you've got a small audience, 600 people every single day that you're pouring into, you're answering their questions, you're serving them, you're producing podcasts for them. It only gets it like, exponentially expounded. So I've definitely felt as our audience and community has grown, I'm so grateful for every single one of them. But having 50,000 people look to you for advice during a global pandemic, it's, it's heavy. It's heavy. And so I think the thing that has been just absolutely an absolute necessity is that support system. My husband is my rock. We talk every single day, which might seem like a funny thing to say, but we check in every single day. How are you? What do you need? Can you hold space for me? Can I, can I hold space for you? I, that system alone, I think that he is the most undervalued or underrepresented member of our team. We have a phenomenal team in the company. You know, when you were saying I do it all, I don't do it all. You know, I have a, I have really big visions and I get to achieve all the things that I want to because of the people around me and, and having them in my life. So I would say in terms of, okay, what are my non-negotiables? One, it's making sure that I have, I'm pouring into myself. And so we have a, a three bucket principle at CEO school where based off of, you know, what are your goals for the quarter and the year? What are the three buckets that you need to pour into? So for example, for work right now, one of my goals is to sell a book proposal, right? So that's, that's one of my buckets is writing. And that also includes other things I'm doing for CEO school. One of my goals is to have, you know, really deep relationships and have get, you know, weekend getaways with my husband four times a year. So one of my buckets is my relationships. And so once you create these buckets, you actually have a weekly scorecard. So my weekly scorecard has a one-on-one with my kids every single week. We actually, we went to uh, lunch today, masked outdoor, um, which I feel like it's silly, I have to say, but we, we do a weekly one-on-one. We go on a date, you know, just me and my kids. I do weekly one-on-ones with my husband. I do weekly one-on-ones with my best girlfriend who is not on my, a member of my team or my partner. Um, you know, just making sure that I am actually running, you know, we say run your li- run your life like a CEO, right? You are the CEO of your life and you should run it accordingly. And that means not just taking relationships as they come, but actually having a checklist of, hey, did I check in with the people that are important to me this week? Have they poured into me? And so that's one of the most important things for me in terms of my non-negotiables is work. It's easy as ambitious women to just put stuff on the list and get those to-do lists checked off. But am I actually scheduling time with my friends, time with my family, time with the people who are going to pour into me so that I can pour into others? 
I think it's so important too that we honor that because sometimes as entrepreneurs, especially like who want to do it all and are chasing these big goals, we get out of balance and we just focus all on work. And when we neglect to do all those things, and I don't think it's crazy. I think it's so important that you write it down and you schedule it in because otherwise like the day can run us and we neglect those things. Then over time, we feel unhappy, unfulfilled, we burn out Unhealthy. and then we wonder why. Yeah. And it's because all these other necessities that we need, like relationships and a sense of belonging and like this, the things that make life worth living. I always sit with that so much, especially with COVID. It really yeah. makes you realize how important it is to, to be connecting with one another and checking in and not just like doing it when we remember, but actually being intentional about it. That's why I love what you said with the buckets because there's so much intention behind it and you never forget to do any of those things. Yeah, something that I was thinking about when you said that, my husband always reminds me, I don't know, you seem young. I assume that your listeners are as well. We've got so much time. Whenever I get really excited about a project and I just go all in and like, there will be times I work all night long. I mean, I'm quite, like, I'm absolutely, this is not normal. Entrepreneurship, we're not wired the same way, right? And there'll be times I'll say, hey, remember, like you're, you still have, you can still go to law school and become a Supreme Court judge. Like you got time, right? And I think that remembering that we can have it all and there's no timeline. You don't have to have the house by the time you're 30. You don't have to have the million dollar business by the time you're 35. Like whatever these crazy timelines are that you're self-imposing, they don't exist. And so there's, there is always time. Always time to slow down, make sure you do a workout. There's always time to pick up the phone and Marco Polo or FaceTime a friend. There's always time. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in, but I, I, but I have to hit this revenue. I have to, I have to. And I think really reminding yourself, well, well do you have to? And sometimes we'll say, yeah, I do. I have to pay my bills. It's like, well, do you, is that actually true? Or could you cut back on your expenses? Could, right? Are there other ways that you can still get to where you want to go without burning out on the way? Oh, I really resonate with that so much because we we place those things on ourselves. Like, especially as entrepreneurs, we don't have a boss being like, you have to do this. Like, but yeah, I know you're, we're wired weird. Like, I know I'm more like crazy with the goals because that's what makes us entrepreneurs and have and hit these goals that we do. But it's so true on that patience. Even Gary Vee, I know we're not like, 50 and 60, but Gary Vee even says like at 50, you can start your, like, it's not like 50 yeah. is young. Gary Vee always says that. And I listen to, I used to listen to a lot of his content and I really admire that he says that. Cause even like in my twenties, I'm like, I need it yesterday. And I think yeah. it's just the society that we're living in with social media and, and constantly like social media. I truly like have a really positive relationship with it. Cause I consume really good content, but I know on that other element of like, me watching stories all the time, it's running through your brain like, oh, I need oh, to yeah. have that, you know? Yeah. And I just want to say for you guys listening, it never stops. I remember when I was just starting, you know, starting to get traction in my company. And I just thought as soon as I can hit $8,000 months, then I will slow down. And I had the exact same thought as soon as I hit $25,000 months, then and so help me <laughs> the moment that I was like, oh, as soon as I can hit $83,000 months, this, that's a seven figure run rate. If you can hit $83,000 12 months in a row, it's a seven figure business. And I remember saying, I can do this. Then that's when I'm going to slow down because then there's like absolutely not, I could never need more than that. It, that doesn't go away. 
I, if you are a, tr- a true entrepreneur, which I assume all of you listening are like, there's never going to be a time where you're like, I'm good. I'm just going to sit around and do nothing now. Like that, that's not a real thing. And so we really have to train ourselves to say, if I am going to live the life that I want and have the beautiful relationships, it's not, I'll be happy when it's I'll be happy while. It's so important, like in so many levels, because every part of that is true. And even if like someone's listening and they and they work a job, but they're also doing other things, we're all like that. We want to always do more, 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 more. And it's so important to just know, like enjoy the ride because it's ever evolving. Like this journey is always evolving with me and personally just moving out to L.A. When I was 23, moved out here and was trying to get my visa. I was like, when I get that visa, I'm going to be so happy because that visa was so hard to attain, especially the visa that I got. And it was like a year and a half to two years in the making of attaining that visa. And, you know, it's like once I got that visa, new level, new devil. Then I'm in L.A. Now I have the visa. Now I have to work (laughs) and keep that visa and actually live here. And like the whole thing about living in L.A. and the tech, like there's it's like new levels, new devils all the time. So it's like it's such a true statement when you say, like, enjoy, be happy now, because there's always going to be another there. You hit 10, 10 K a month. And when you hit 10 K a month, that's peanuts. You want to hit taxes. You realize how much, how little goes into your, into your pocket. Um, and the other thing is, and I remind myself this all the time, it's just money. And then you die. I, I don't want to be, you know, morbid here, but when I leave this earth, which inevitably is going to happen when you leave this earth, your bank account's not going with you. And yeah, there's so many beautiful things you can do with money. And there's so many beautiful opportunities you can open with money and doors. And part of the reason I'm so passionate about entrepreneurship is because when you have money, you can, you have power, you can have conversations in politics, you can influence politics, you can influence policy, you can make change in the world. And not that you have to have money to do that, but let's be honest, it helps, right? So yeah, money can be a beautiful, powerful thing, but it is also not what we were born to do. Like we did not come to this earth to make money, burn ourselves out and die. It's, it's so true. And it's very important to like acknowledge that. Cause at the end of the day, like there's that quotes, like the happiest people don't sometimes have the most of everything, but they make the most of everything. And it's so much mm-hmm. about like, I see this with just like more, you know, that there's another quote, it's like more money, more problems. <laughs> a lot of yeah. No, I disagree with that one, but I hear yeah, you. Yeah, I know parts of it with the element of just like the simplest things in life are free. Like that's why I love what you said about the buckets, yeah. like you going to lunch with you and having just not even regardless of going out and buying a lunch, you could just go to the park and like with yeah. a loved one and that'll fulfill your cup so much. And it's like these things, it's like, they're simple, but why don't we do them more? And I, I love how like this conversation kind of even went there because as people like listening and entrepreneurs, it's so important that we like look up into the sky, like take a break and look into the sun and like celebrate this life that we're living. And I know it's like, cheesy but it's it's everything <laughs> yeah and it can be really hard right now you know, like the world is really heavy and if you're feeling sad and depressed and like everything sucks right now like I just want to say I acknowledge that like this is really really hard we are being expected to live through something that I don't nobody has ever lived in a time where we're this disconnected where you can't hug your friends and hold your grandma you know it's really hard and so I think remembering that okay there are still moments of joy to be had there's still beauty and that's something that I've been actively trying to trying to work on and find those moments because that's what it's all about mm. 
I love that. And it's such a positive and abundant note to like close out this episode. And I just first off want to thank you and honor you for your time and everything that you shared today. Oh, thank you for having me. This was a really fun conversation. I hope you guys got tons of little golden nuggets out of it. Tons of nuggets and value. And I want to ask like, so where can the people find you? Could you even plug anything exciting with CEO school for 2021? Like any exciting projects uh, in the works that you want to share with the audience? Yeah, absolutely. If you are interested in joining our monthly membership inside the club, we have really cool guest speakers. I coach inside of there. So that's open all the time. You can check that out at CEO school. Something I'm really excited about right now, we're about to open our spring starter class, which is that signature program we were talking about earlier to build, grow, scale digital products and a digital company. So that's going to be opening here in about a month. So I can give you the link maybe to put in your show notes or on Instagram where you guys can DM me to get on the wait list for that. So we're really excited as Sunira and I coach coach. It's a six-week cohort. I think it can be really game-changing if you've been thinking about growing your business online or maybe you started one, an online business this year and you want some support and taking it to the next level. We would love to share more about that program. So yeah. And you can just find me on Instagram at Shannon Monson. We're also at CEO School and follow my partner, Sunira at Sunira Madani. I would love for you to send a DM. I try and respond to all my DMs. I'd love to hear your favorite takeaways from this episode and a little bit more about your business. Amazing, guys. We'll have everything linked below in the show notes because there's so many amazing ways you guys can reach out, connect with Shannon and CEO School and explore everything from like the programs to the merch, everything. So I'll have it all linked. And if you guys are getting value from this episode, please, we love Instagram. We're the same. Me and Shannon are very active on social. So screenshot your phones, tag Shannon, tag CEO School, and tag Coffee and a Good Vibe. Let us know you're listening because we would love to hear from you and support you guys. So thank you guys so much for listening to another abundant episode of Coffee and a Good Vibe. And we will see you guys in the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for making it to the end and listening to today's episode. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot your phones, tag coffee and a good vibe, and let me know that you're listening. I love shouting you guys out on Instagram and sending you love, connecting with you guys one-on-one. So definitely let me know if you are listening to this podcast and getting value from it. I want to honor you for taking time to invest into your growth, your personal development. You are crushing it. Abundance is your birthright, and I will see you guys in the next one.